everybody. This is Tom, and this is the podcast Living Truth, and we are in a series right now that we're talking about marriage. And so this podcast, I have a couple of special guests, Denny and Bev Davis. Say hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Glad to have you with us. And it was about, I don't know, a month or two ago, you guys had a 50th wedding anniversary celebration right here at yes. the church building. Yes, we May, did. May 5th. Yeah, that was an exciting day and exciting celebration. We got to see all sorts of old pictures, people with long hair, and I'm not just talking about the women. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah, guys, just kind of back in the 60s, that's how we wore it. Yes. And so... They've been married a long time, and God's worked in their marriage and through their marriage, and so we're going to talk about a few of those kinds of things. I'm going to give some different principles. I'm calling this podcast, How to Stay Married All the Time, or subtitle, How to Stay Married All Your Life. And so the idea of how to stay married all the time is that in marriage, God's br God brings us together in a covenant of marriage. And each and every day, he's working within us and through us. You know, one of the things that happens is there's kind of this myth in our society that marriage is completely all about romance. And now, romance is one part of marriage, and it's a great part of marriage. But in a day and age when divorce happens rampantly and a lot of people that come up with different kinds of ideas about marriage, the thing is that we appropriately counsel our children, grandchildren to find a good person to marriage and that's right to do. But the fact is that once you are married, you're married to the right person, and that's God's intention. And so some people have said this, marriage is not so much a matter of marrying the right person as it is being the right kind of person. One of the best books I've ever read about marriage is called Sacred Marriage by Gary Thomas. I don't know, Denny, if you've ever heard of that one, but it's a really good one. No. And uh, Gary asked an important question in the first part of the book. He writes this. He says, what if God designed marriage to make us holy more than to make us happy? Again, just kind of like romance. Romance is a part of a relationship, a part of marriage. And happiness is certainly a big part of a relationship. But the question we're asking is, what is God's aim in marriage? And a part of what he means is that we believe that God's, God's working in our lives, as, as Romans 8.29 says, is to be conformed to the likeness of his Son. That is, to become more like Jesus. And so, when two sinners join hands in marriage, then God uses that marriage relationship to help us become holy, and we're not always happy. So, in your experiences, as I see you shaking your head as I'm talking about these things, were you always, have you always been happy every day of your marriage? I would say, for the most part, yes, yeah. but there's always going to be those days where 
you can blame it on the world, how it steps yep. into your life and uh, you get distracted. Yep. And so we have to work out those differences. Yep. And uh, if we do that together, you get that happiness that yeah, for it, a result. What the Bible talks about, it talks about uses the word joy. Mm-hmm. And so the world talks about happiness. That mm-hmm. is, if everything is going right, then you have happiness. But the Bible talks about joy. And what, what I'm kind of asking is, has everything all gone smooth and everything just uh, always, like they say, smooth sailing all the time? Not necessarily, but, you know, we know that God's with us and sometimes he changes our direction. Yeah. And when he does that, it takes a time of adjustment yeah. to be able to accept what he's wanting us to do instead of what we're wanting to do. For sure. Yeah. So times of adjustment in your lives, in your marriage, um, I know a little bit, but are there any either long ago or recently that you think about that was especially a time of adjustment for you? I guess part of it, uh, what good example would be when, when her, my mother-in-law was still alive. I mean, we took care of her all the time. But you now, took her into your house? Mm, at times. On. Yeah, yeah. At times, but now that she's gone, that's an adjustment because yeah. uh, now we have this free time or yeah. we have these moments like, well, normally we would be doing this. Yeah, Kathleen and I are kind of in that time. I know what you're talking about mm-hmm. where our parents... They're becoming ill and have different things going on. And so that's a focus, I think, is what you're saying, right? And then you go through the emptiness syndrome like you did with your kids when they've grown up. It's kind of like, okay, she's not here anymore. For sure. So our one of the things that's helped us is our Campers on Mission. Um, it's another outreach that God has kind of placed in our hearts since I retired. And Denny had started that before he retired and stuff. It's kind of like we're still able to reach out and help churches and help people where sometimes before we weren't able to do that. Yeah, we'll come so back to that a little while because I know that's a part of the way that God has worked in your lives lately. Mm-hmm. So the author of this book, Gary Thomas, says the real transforming work of marriage is the 24 hours a day, seven days a week commitment. This is the crucible that grinds and shapes us into the character of Jesus. Instead of getting up at 3 a.m. to begin prayer in a monastery, the question becomes, who will wake up when the baby's diaper needs changing? And for you guys and for myself, that was quite a while ago, Mm -hmm. but we do know and remember that these are the kinds of questions, day-to-day questions, is how do we work out life? in this house, in this household, in this season of life. So really the starting point for staying married all your life, staying married all the time, is knowing the purpose of marriage. And while marriage rightly lived can make you profoundly joyful, and it will. Happiness as the goal of marriage can be a moving target. Mm -hmm. And so... We're better off remembering that happiness is a byproduct, joy is a byproduct of, of being about the things that God wants us to be about. Another passage over in Philippians chapter 2, verse 1 says, Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who humbled himself. So you get up in the morning, and maybe 
you know, you're just kind of working through the grumpies in the morning. And how does that work itself out into daily life? How do you help just have that right approach on a daily basis to uh, really serving Jesus? How do, you, how do you guys work that out on a daily basis? I think the biggest help in my life <clears throat> is the, I like to start my day with Scripture. Amen. So we generally read through the Bible, and we generally do devotionals in the morning, but if I get into God's Word right away, it doesn't matter how many times you've read it, you've learned mm -hmm. something new all the time. And a lot of times it just enlightens you that, okay, yeah. when this happens in life, God's got an answer for it. Yeah. Do you guys do that together these days? Well, he usually gets up a lot earlier than I do, okay. and he's pretty much done with his and then I start yeah know, so sure but yeah but we develop it a little bit because we both read a devotional book that has questions in it okay so even though I've already been through it she'll read hers and then she'll say how did you answer that question yeah. okay do you remember <laughs> what the name of the book is you're currently reading well, well we use the our daily bread use the daily the, bread yeah. sure yes. just a, yeah. a short one yeah stuff, so right yeah, Kathleen and I find that we're kind of the same way. We get up at different times, and mm -hmm. so we won't necessarily be reading the same passages, yeah. but then we'll share a little bit later and yeah. talk about, okay, here's something God put in my heart, yeah. or what do you think about this? And, yeah, it really does help us to stay focused, mm -hmm. yeah. both individually and as a couple, yeah. mm -hmm. for sure. And kind of along those lines... I have a principle here, keep your core commitment as life changes. We say, um, at least traditionally, what was said in the commitments we make on the day we're married is uh, stressing for better, for worse. Mm -hmm. And we don't always know exactly what that's going to mean. And so, are the things during your married life, things that have surprised you? or things that have popped up that you said, oh, I didn't know this was going to happen. Well, his recent health issues. Yes. Denny has been always very, very healthy. We had no clue, you know, and sometimes God just sends something different for you to do, and we, you know, keep trying to be patient, you know, is he going to get stronger and better and continue to do what we've been doing? Or is God giving us a different direction to go a different way? Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's just. Yeah. So you were mentioning um, your mission, campers mission? Campers on mission. Campers on mission. Yeah. That's right. And you guys have been involved in that for what, 10, 15 years? Um I started in 2008, whatever that is in the math, 15 years roughly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I where do you go? Working, so. What's that? You were still working. I was working still at working time. at okay. that time. Where so do you go? What do you do? We go normally to churches Small or churches. church campgrounds that do that that need maintenance basically. I mean, we will do uh, backyard Bible clubs or something like like that, but uh, generally the church or the camp provides material. We all the labor is free. Yeah, we just show up. We do. We fix things that that are broken. We clean. We paint. Yeah, um, they've put windows and doors in, and yeah. siding and 
yard work landscaping (laughs) it's generally people that are retired that take their camper out stay for a week or a month right we usually only stay for a week okay Um, in the winter um you would go for all winter yeah we have gone for three months yeah one time or twice Twice. maybe that uh yeah and so being on mission together how, how does that impact your marriage I think it's good for our marriage. Um, when we're working, the women usually are working separately than the men because we're doing things in a kitchen. The guys yeah. are doing other things. And so right. you finally mm-hmm. get back together and in the evenings and stuff. And it's kind of like, oh, okay, we're tired. This is okay. But, you know, it's you're gathering back together and you're comfortable. Yeah, you know, cause for sure. Because we're working a lot of times with people that... We aren't close with, we know them, but you know, it's always good to come back to your spouse. Yeah. And we sure. don't want so. this to all sound like it's just work, work, work. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we start the mornings as a big group and we have devotionals and we have singing. Sure. And we eat together and we play together and Yeah. So play games and yet in the we accomplish sometimes. a need that the church or the camp need yeah. has for us. For sure. So you're on mission together with your spouse, then you're on a mission together with others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all those kinds of things yeah. are helpful. Each state usually has their own campers on mission. You know, so we're with the Iowa, but we've worked with Illinois and we've worked with Missouri also. So Yeah. Well that's great. Yeah, I think that, you know, part of like you said, changing with the seasons, with the times, with what is thrust in front of you. There was a season here where you couldn't be on mission with the campers. And I think I remember hearing you guys wondering, would you be able to continue to yeah. be able to do it? Yeah, well, the two weeks ago now, we just went for one day. It was in Knoxville, Iowa. Yeah. And they were there all Labor Day weekend. And Denny's not ready to do what they was doing, you know, and there wasn't that much work. So we said we'd come for one day and sure. he was tired and hurt sore and hurting a little bit by the time we come home but we made it mm. and so so tomorrow i'm doing a ministry in des moines at a place called friendship center they have a wall they need taken out so they're just remodeling okay their building that they're in yeah but uh yeah we enjoy and that there's three or four other guys going to be yeah, there yeah it's too, not so. just me tomorrow right yeah. well that's good yeah Another principle I have here for staying married all your life is learn to accept that, or what maybe would be a better word, learn to accept what you cannot change in your mate. Uh, wise people have said that they've learned through the years the secret of accepting what they cannot change. In fact, Paul mm-hmm. said it this way. He says, I've learned to be content in whatever circumstances mm-hmm. I am. And biblical contentment with our mate is an important part of staying together, not being discontented with things that really in the big picture don't matter. What do you think of that? I agree. I, I agree. And a part of that is, uh, I'll use the word understanding. Yes. I mean, I may not completely agree with my spouse or even my neighbor next door. Yes. I mean, we've had several issues this year where we've read in the scriptures, love your neighbor, you know, and I'm supposed to love them. Well, and God's saying, be yes. understanding. And um, we're going to be stretched 
if we do that. Uh, another point I have, express affection and appreciation toward each other every day. And uh, that, I mean, that really goes along with what we're talking about. But if you uh, want to learn something, go to a restaurant and just kind of watch the way people interact. Mm. And you can kind of tell a lot about which direction a relationship is going, mm -hmm. depending on how they talk to one another, if they speak kindly, or if they're just kind of yelling at each mm -hmm. other. And same thing is true day in and day out, mm -hmm. is what are the words that yeah. come out? Yeah, the hateful sounds sometimes when you're in a restaurant is very disturbing. It's kind of like, I feel sad for our world because that's what our grandkids and kids are being exposed to. And so we try to set a good example of just a loving, fun, fun-loving parents and friends and stuff, not the stressful things that they're dealing with in our world today. For sure. Mm -hmm. And that means extending ourselves, mm -hmm. like doing things around the house mm -hmm. that nobody's going to see except God and our mate, mm -hmm. and expressing mm -hmm. thanks and gratitude. That's yeah. all a, a part of yes. being together, staying yeah. together. Yeah. And then uh, the final principle is commit yourself to the Lord with all your heart. And I know you guys have done that, continue to do that, live in God's grace and his goodness every day. Try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we strive that's, for. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. That's what he wants us to do. Amen. So are there any other secret principles that I've missed or obvious kinds of uh, ways that the two of you would say, this is why we're still married and mm -hmm. uh, this is what God has done in our lives, in our marriage. You have to continue to talk to each other. You can't just, this is what I want, and that's it. You have to just let your spouse understand why you want or why you need what you need at that time. And if it doesn't work out financially or some other, understand that it's not now, but possibly later, and just let go of things instead of just hanging on and it being a grudge. You cannot do that in a marriage. And we just have to keep working and talking together to, you know, just let them understand. It's not that he doesn't love me is why he won't do this. It's because it's not the right timing or something else and stuff. So, Yeah, great insight. And daily we should try to say something kind mm -hmm. to your spouse or, or to everybody, but... Uh, yeah, just yeah. show affection and by what you do and what you say. Yeah, especially mm -hmm. to our spouse. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, those difficult times, times we're not understanding one another. Like you said, Bev, you keep talking, you keep praying through, you yeah. keep trying to help each other understand, mm -hmm. here's what's going on, here's how I'm viewing this, mm -hmm. and work it out. And, and yeah. God can and does work it out if we don't. Like you say, hold things against one another and let it turn into things that we don't treat one another well. You have to have God with you to start with. When we first started dating many years ago, and we was talking about getting married, and, and uh, Denny felt like he had accepted Christ, he had become a Christian, 
And But he thought, when we got married, we can go to any old church as long as it doesn't matter where we're at. We'll just go to any old church. And he didn't want to have a home church. And that was a red flag for me. It's kind of like, that's not what I believe I've been taught, and that's not what I believe the Word told us. And as we moved this way, um, after all these years later, when we moved down here, Denny felt like God was telling him to be here where our family, our kids and grandkids are. And when we started looking for churches, his he said God really told him that he needed to be in a church of the community, not just any church cross town. And so that's part of how we ended up at New Hope. Yeah, well, that's so great. That We're really glad like that he did. Well. I mean, when people are looking for a church, they need to be like the Bereans in the Bible, look into it and see if what they're saying is yeah. true. So I looked up the church doctrine and beliefs, and and they were good. Mm-hmm. And so God was saying, go to church in the community you live in. That's the lives you're going to touch. Amen. Yeah. That's a big part of why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> and plus it's one level for my mom to get in with her walker. Yeah. <laughs> so that was awesome. All right. Yeah. <laughs> also, God opened the door. Yeah. yeah. So he just always does. He does. Well, thanks for chatting a little bit, and we hope uh, for everybody that this will be helpful to you and something that's an encouragement in your own marriage relationship. And so, thanks for listening.